Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West, you are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news that I refuse to use, no doubt, starts now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for January the 8th in the year of our Lord, 2021. This is our one of two, and our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, and to promote God, family, country on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen, we use the supreme law of the land, the Constitution, for the United States of America as our guide. And absolutely, we're convinced the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the Founding Fathers, one of the peaceful restorative solutions we have at our fingertips. We reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, I'm telling you right now, it's a freedom-loving, fantastic, faith-filled, we're taking America back, one heart, one mind, one issue at a time, peaceful Friday. Yesterday, we had on a couple of live first-hand witnesses from uh, the Capitol and the events. We had on Lar- Larvita McFarkler, Steve Lar, Molly Wenzel, on the ground reporting the truth from D.C. as they saw it. I was with Richard Mack. Richard Mack played a little bit the devil's advocate, uh, but he was providing a police officer's point of view on the thing. I kind of played the middleman, if you will, kind of brought everybody together and said, hey, you know what? You guys might kind of feel differently on some of these topics, but it's because of your experiences and your positions and your circumstances. And, you know, hey, there's multiple truths to things sometimes. We talked about who the heck are the rioters that stormed the U.S. Capitol. Were Antifa and BLM supporters among uh, the rioters and revelers? They make it sound like it was all Trump supporters. Molly Wenzel Quote, this was an intentional setup. Media was not live and communications were intentionally shut down. We talked about Mike Pence tells Congress he will not reject the Electoral College votes. Donald Trump calling Trump a coward. I think, or, I'm sorry, Donald Trump calling Pence a coward. I, I agree with Trump. Pence did not do what's right. He betrayed, in my opinion, the people and the president. But of course, he's a swamp monster and he's been in government for a long time. And what do you expect? They must capitulate while President Trump's on his way out, or they're in big, 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 never to be in the circles of the swamp again if they don't capitulate. We also talked about capital chaos. Mike Pence evacuated his protesters, stormed the building, shots fired, cops used tear gas and more. Lawmakers had to scramble and leave and don gas masks, but they went. And at four in the morning, isn't it interesting? Every time something bad happens in America, it happens near Christmas. In, in, in the example of the passage of the Federal Reserve, or at night, in the middle of the night, bad things happen too. And at four in the morning, they went ahead and said, hey, yeah, Joe Biden takes the cake. Now discussions of vote fraud are not even on the table, are they? Just insurrections and all Donald Trump supporters are the enemy and the bad guys. Instantly with a boom. False flag, you may say. I personally think so, and evidence is mounting to be the case. But will that narrative ever tell the tale? It will on Liberty Roundtable Live. I can promise you that. Vice President Mike Pence, this attack on our Capitol will not be tolerated. Senator Rand Paul, violence and mob rule is wrong and un-American. We agree with all those statements. Barack Obama, though, blames conservative media ecosystem. Think about that. Barack Obama blames conservative media ecosystem. After rioters storm Capitol. But who done it's the real question. 
What's going on? Twitter and Facebook locked out Donald Trump, and they're working on the indefinite part of that. I guess the Democrats got Senate control because the two Democrats supposedly won in Georgia. But Georgia has signs of election fraud repeated in the Senate runoff election. Scary stuff, folks. I'm telling you right now, very serious, serious issues indeed. Second hour firsthand of witness reporting continued. Biden victory certified by Congress. Trump now plans peaceful transition. Does that mean Trump concedes defeat? Wow. Ashley Babbitt, 14-year U.S. veteran, killed by Washington, D.C. police. Yeah. Biden says it's not a protest. It's an insurrection. Donald Trump tells protesters to go home in peace. Representative Ilden Omer announced she was drawing up articles of impeachment against President Trump. The Department of Defense officials says, hey, the National Guard was activated in Washington by Pence, not by Trump. Well, then Trump kind of counters that narrative in his speech. Uh, We'll get to that right now. President Trump speaks to the nation. Is this a concession speech? Listen to it. I would like to begin by addressing the heinous attack on the United States Capitol. Like all Americans, I am outraged by the violence, lawlessness, and mayhem. I immediately deployed the National Guard and federal law enforcement to secure the building and expel the intruders. America is and must always be a nation of law and order. The demonstrators who infiltrated the Capitol have defiled the seat of American democracy. To those who engaged in the acts of violence and destruction, you do not represent our country. And to those who broke the law, you will pay. We have just been through an intense election, and emotions are high. But now tempers must be cooled and calm restored. We must get on with the business of America. My campaign vigorously pursued every legal avenue to contest the election results. My only goal was to ensure the integrity of the vote. In so doing, I was fighting to defend American democracy. I continue to strongly believe that we must reform our election laws to verify the identity and eligibility of all voters and to ensure faith and confidence in all future elections. Now Congress has certified the results. A new administration will be inaugurated on January 20th. My focus now turns to ensuring a smooth, orderly, and seamless transition of power. This moment calls for healing and reconciliation. 2020 has been a challenging time for our people. A menacing pandemic has upended the lives of our citizens, isolated millions in their homes, damaged our economy, and claimed countless lives. Defeating this pandemic and rebuilding the greatest economy on Earth will require all of us working together. It will require a renewed emphasis on the civic values of patriotism, faith, charity, community, and family. We must revitalize the sacred bonds of love and loyalty that bind us together as one national family. To the citizens of our country, serving as your president has been the honor of my lifetime. And to all of my wonderful supporters, I know you are disappointed, but I also want you to know 
that our incredible journey is only just beginning. Thank you. God bless you. And God bless America. There it is. Some say Donald capitulated. Others say it was a concede speech. Others say, no, it wasn't. Time will tell. He's got something up his sleeve. I personally think he should not have caved. Uh, I think it's a disappointment in President Trump. Uh, I'm very disappointed. I know we need to heal as a nation. And I also, uh, in no uncertain terms, completely condemn the violence uh, and the breaking of the law. However, there still is vote fraud. And it's not even on the table for discussion hardly anymore. Sad to say. All right, I've got a girl named Jane, a lady named Jane, who was at the Capitol uh, live when all this was happening. And she's got a very fascinating story to tell, completely different from the narrative of the mainstream press. Uh, Jane, are you there? Um, my my name is Victoria. Oh, I was going to call you somebody else on purpose. Oh, uh, no, told you to call me my real name, my oh, real okay. name, because it's already out there. All right, no problem. Then Victoria, ladies and gentlemen, I was trying to protect her um, because they're trying to round up everybody and say everybody's guilty of insurrection. Uh, so I was trying to be careful. Uh, Victoria, I appreciate that. You're free to say whatever you want on the radio. Uh, but And that is her real name, by the way. She just told you that. Let's hear your story, Victoria. Excuse me, Sam. This is Larvita. I wanted to say to you um, one thing real fast. Sure. That Victoria is a true hero that she stopped, personally stopped you and Tifa. BLM members from breaking into the White House, breaking glass. There's video of it that she was um, of, at the state capitol that she stopped to um, BLM um, and keep uh, people from going in there. She's not going to say that she's a hero, but I just wanted to get out there that she is really a true hero. Um, that she had the courage to do that. So I'm sorry to interrupt. No, you're you. fine. So that basically the story is that there was Antifa. There yes. was there were criminals there who had evil intent who literally were trying to turn a peaceful trump supporter rally into a criminal event an insurrectionist event uh victoria was there and she literally tried to stop them uh anyway we'll let her tell her story but i I only called her jane because i wanted to protect uh her but she's free to say what she wants we're we're never the ones to back away so um go ahead victoria let's hear your story okay um well thank you for having me on um, and you know, with I, I from the little bits that I'm hearing, I haven't been on I, on uh, the, the internet a whole lot. But from what I'm hearing, they're they're twisting this narrative. They're I mean, they're twisting the the truth and putting out a false narrative. Um, so when we we got there early in the um, early in the morning, we we um, the streets were just full of patriots peacefully walking to uh, what is it called the. No, the National the Mall. Uh-huh. What'd you say? Yeah, the National Mall. Yep, the National Mall. So to go see uh, Trump, and um, you know, a lot of people are, are are starting to wake up to the fact that the, the timing doesn't make sense because um, uh, when we were <clears throat> watching Trump, he was still on the stage at like what one thirteen. Uh, he was on the stage at one thirteen uh, p.m., but. The news is, was reporting that the, the Capitol was breached at, like, what, 12, right? Um, and if that's the case, why wasn't Trump taken off stage? Why wasn't uh, the, the streets blocked down so that patriots and people couldn't get to the state Capitol if, if that was the case? Um, so, um, so, and so after Trump's speech and we all just, walked peacefully um, 
to the Capitol, and we take our time. We saw Pete Hagseth. We um, just saw people out in the streets, and we were just walking. The 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 crowd was ahead of us. Um, then um, we hear a lot of police go by, um, and we're close now to the Capitol. And um, when we get there, uh, we see a lot of people. And there were no police blocking off the street. There were no police. Uh, even though we saw the cars go by, none of the police were out of their cars or even parked around the Capitol at all. They, they didn't even go there. So where did they go? If, 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 if it was breached and it was a big issue, like they're claiming, then why was there no police to stop the rest of the people from going yeah, there? Yeah, and why didn't somebody stopped? go to the rally quickly and say, hey, guys, um, you shouldn't go to the Capitol. There's some crazy people over there. We don't know what's right. going on. We know most of you people are peaceful. You've been peaceful at this event. Or, a pe- you know, police on the streets when you walk from block to block saying, hey, guys, listen, this is a problem. There was none of that. And the question is None why. of that. Yep, exactly. And there were no barriers put up, or, as you would expect in a situation like that, um, to say, like, uh, you can't go any further or none of that. Um, so a friend and I um, go ahead of Larvita and them and um, – uh, we run to up there, and, and it's, you know, again, no police, no nothing. When you right say there. run up there now, you're talking about running up the Capitol steps, right? Is that what it was? Yeah, yeah. And um, so uh, she and I get separated, and I go up these one step to, like, a flat a flat area, and I noticed, I noticed uh, there's somebody taking and bashing something and trying to break the glass. And I hear people saying, like, stop him, stop him, he's Antifa. But they're not doing anything. So I'm like, why? So I just automatically run up, try to run up there. Then I see somebody else come up, grab him, and then as he's trying to stop that man from breaking the window, two other people pull him, try to pull, uh, try to pull him, yeah, two other Antifa people try to pull him off of the one Antifa guy that was smashing the window. So I charged and I attacked the man, the Antifa guy that had the hat on, like the, what is it, helmet, helmet on? And, and, um, and there's a scuffle, and then they're like, no, no, we're all on the same team. Like the crowd is like all yelling at each other. And I'm like, no, uh, yeah, it was mainly the Antifa guys. They're like, we're on the same team. And I'm like, no, we're not on the same team. We're not. Patriots don't come to stuff like this and destroy property. I said, Patriots don't bring that kind of a, a instrument here to break the window. And um, I said, he's not Antifa. Get him out of here. But, you know, maybe use some more colorful words. And threw the man off there, okay? And then late, like, as, as we're there, another guy comes along, and I'm like, and he, he looks like he's going to try to break that window. And they're like, no, no, he's not doing anything. Next thing I know, he is. And so I take that guy and throw him down. And then you see, like, people, they have a sledgehammer, a big, huge sledgehammer. Now, no patriot, no real constitutional, God-fearing patriot is going to walk around with a ginormous sledgehammer to go see, like, President Trump. And then walk all the way to the Capitol with it. There's no way. That doesn't make sense. It doesn't add up. You know. And um. Anyway, so they're pushing to like get in, 
which I confess, I admit, I was pushing to get in because I'm assuming it's just another doorway to go up to the next level of the tiers, okay? But this doorway, there, there's, there's police there, and they're spraying mace. And they're, it was open, right? Because when I say doorway, it's just like an arch. It's an arch thing. It, it, it was open. Um, there was no doors that I saw. And people are cramming and pushing and cramming and pushing to get in. Um, when I get, as I get closer, my shoes fall off. And my coat was like around my waist and came off. And my coat had my cell phone. It had my driver's license. And it had like my U.S. bank card. And I'm getting beat in the head with a metal baton by the police. And I'm getting massively sprayed with pepper spray by the police. And next thing I know, I'm in the police being, like, pushed backwards, like ping pong of, of sorts. And I, next thing I know, I'm in the state capitol. In it. And I'm and, the and only the, one. the reason you say next thing you know is because you're being pushed back and forth in this massive crowd. Yeah. And then yes. all of a sudden you end up inside, although, you know, you're going in for a completely different reason than the circumstances yes. you were in. And um, then you're in the Capitol, but not under the understanding that you started with. No, exactly. Not even close to what I thought. I thought, well, I was thinking maybe it's another, because you go up this, in this door to go through the Omni steps to get up to a level. And there was a level above us. So I'm assuming maybe that, 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 that you go in there and that's another level to go to the top, like next level. I'm not, a, I'm not a, a wholly aware that this is the state capitol entrance, one of them, you know? And then you, I'm ping-ponged in. And then I'm put, I'm not arrested because they don't, they don't charge me with anything, huh? And, and then, yeah, there were massive police, massive police inside of that of that state capitol and not just the police there were national guard in there like these guys they 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 had no idea the amount of police that were in there the the patriot people are people and even antifa people outside or whoever they the amount that i saw on every single level massive police and national guard and so they put me in these uh what do you call them zip ties of sorts these zip Zip ties. Okay, so they and, use ties and handcuff you, basically. Yeah, but there was no metal handcuffs. But right, there zip I understand. Ties. Zip tie cuffs, I get it. Yep. Now, mind you, I have no shoes on. And I'm in that, that the state capitol, and the floor is sopping wet with water. Like someone had hosed the floor down. Yeah, it was sopping wet. Everywhere I walked, I'm walking in wet. It was really weird. And I see all the... The, the police and the right here and all this stuff. And they have us, they keep moving me around because they don't know where to, to, who to hand me to. Or I keep getting switched from one police officer to another. It, on top of it, like I'm super maced up and they start coughing from the mace, you know? Um, and then they, they try to, they try to like say, they try to say like, uh, where do you want us to take the, her? Now, when I was there, I was the, I thought, I didn't, like, um, see a whole lot of people, you know, like, that they were arresting or, or detaining. There was just people, I'm like, where did they come from? Because they weren't maced. These people weren't maced that were in these, these uh, white bracelets. Uh, they looked like, 
I don't know. It was kind of weird. But anyway, um, so there's maybe 10 of us, and we each are assigned a, a police officer, and they kept switching police officers with me for some reason. I don't know. And, um, huh? Because I was made, probably, yeah. And um, so they, they're trying to say, like, you can't, we, I hear them on their walkie-talkies. Uh, they said that they're going to mass have mass arrests. So I'm assuming that what they're going to do is try to surround the Capitol and uh, uh, mass arrest everybody who's there. But I don't know how that turned out because that didn't happen. But that's what I heard them talking about yeah. on their their thing. Um, <clears throat> so there was no doors that they said that they could take us out of. So they had me go down. They had us go down in a tunnel, like uh, under the 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 state capitol. Yes, there's tunnels under the capitol. That's right. Yeah, well, I did, I did. I wasn't aware of that. And um, so you sure are now, sister. Yeah, and and so as we're walking in the tunnels, massive lined up row after row of police and uh, uh, national guards are 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 down there. And as we're walking, then we get taken. Um, I'm sorry. Keep going. Oh. You're doing perfect. Okay. Um, so as we're walking. Um, uh, then we finally make it to an area that we can go out the doors. And as soon as we come out, here's like a, I want to say like, I don't know what they call them, like a paddy wagon. And um, right there is all the media. Like, uh, well, not all, but a couple media. Um, uh, news, news, TV news of some sort, uh, cameras. Yeah, perfectly set up to make exactly. sure they get some live shots of the criminals. You know what I'm talking about? All right. Exactly. Exactly, which I thought was odd because if these if the police are supposedly having a hard time finding ways to take us out, uh, how is it possible that the one place that they say take a tunnel and uh, we'll get a paddy wagon there or whatever, and all of a sudden there's already media there? That that yeah. makes no sense to me. All right. Yeah. So where do they eventually take you? Uh, what was to some precinct. Uh, it was across from the Union. It was a precinct across from Union Station. Okay, and then what do they do? Do they finally just say, "Hey, we're going to let you go"? Uh, no, they well, when we so as they didn't ask me any questions. They didn't. They didn't read me any rights. They didn't say that I did anything wrong. Right, that whole time. When we get to the precinct, still nothing. Right. Um, but then finally, they they have. There was a, one other lady that was. Uh, there, the rest were just a couple of old guys um, that were detained or whatever you want to call it. Um, so we go in, um, and they ask me, like, they ask me my name. I tell them. That's another reason why I'm being vocal about this, because they already have my name. They ask my name three times. They ask my Social Security number three times. They ask my address three times. I've, you know, made some bad choices in my life. I've been arrested before. So some of the questions that they're asking, I'm 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 just being honest. Some of the yeah, questions that they're asking, yeah, but they're if, not if asking. You made mistakes before in your life, and those are already resolved. I'm not interested in that. No, I'm just I'm just saying. Uh, what do you say? I'm sorry. What'd you say? I just said if you've had you know past issues when you were younger or whatever, and they've all been resolved, uh, I and they should not be interested in that. Oh yeah, exactly. But uh, so some. But what I'm saying is some of the questions, like if they're going to arrest me, they didn't ask me those questions. Sure. So they were already planning to, like, whatever they're doing. I don't know what they were doing, but they made sure they got my name, my my um, address, and my Social Security number three times. 
Okay, and I assume that's important because of the fact that um, I'm I'm figuring they're going to make an example out of me and out of that this old older lady, you know. Um, and I just assume that already. Um, so basically, so then they uh, have me sign some paper. I didn't read it. And they have me sign another paper. I didn't read it. And there's Well, hey, no- Congress doesn't read anything either, so you're well, in good company. Go. All right, hang uh, tight. So- stay, Victoria, stay there. Got a quick break. I'll have you finish okay. up. We'll let you fly. Lil Nelson's is straight ahead. Hang tight, ladies okay. and gentlemen. Exposing corruption. Informing citizens. Pursuing liberty. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. President Trump in a video on Thursday condemned the mob that violently stormed the U.S. Capitol one day earlier, saying the rioters defiled the seat of American democracy. I would like to begin by addressing the heinous attack on the United States Capitol. Like all Americans, I am outraged by the violence lawlessness, and mayhem. I immediately deployed the National Guard and federal law enforcement to secure the building and expel the intruders. America is and must always be a nation of law and order. The demonstrators who infiltrated the Capitol have defiled the seat of American democracy. To those who engaged in the acts of violence and destruction, you do not represent our country. And to those who broke the law, you will pay. USA Radio News. Newsmax TV. Everyone is watching it now. President Trump says he loves it. And more than 30 million Americans tune into Newsmax TV. With great shows and analysts like Dick Morris, Rudy Giuliani, Michelle Malkin, Diamond and Silk, Mike Huckabee, Alan Dershowitz, and a lot more. Every night you can watch Newsmax's number one show, Greg Kelly Reports. Greg Kelly and Newsmax are unafraid to tell the truth about the election, how big tech is censoring you, and Joe Biden's dangerous plans. You need to watch Newsmax TV. Get Newsmax on all major cable systems or check your guide. If you don't get Newsmax, call your cable operator. Tell them you want Newsmax. And remember, Newsmax is free on Roku, YouTube, Apple TV, Zumo, TiVo Plus, Pluto, Chromecast, and most smart TVs like Samsung and LG. And don't forget to download the free Newsmax TV app. All other cable news channels ask you to pay, but Newsmax's app is free. So start watching anytime, anywhere in the world. President Trump Thursday acknowledged that all avenues of his election challenge have been exhausted, and he will commit to a smooth, orderly, and seamless transition of power on the 20th. Quote, to all my wonderful supporters, I know you're disappointed, but I also want you to know that our incredible journey is only just beginning. End quote. A U.S. Capitol Police officer has died of a medical episode after clashes with Stop the Steal protesters in the Capitol building Wednesday. Reuters is reporting Officer Brian Sicknick had suffered a stroke and later died from the episode. Elon Musk, the entrepreneur behind Tesla Incorporated and SpaceX, is now the richest person in the world. Elon Musk surpassed Amazon's Jeff Bezos on Bloomberg's Billionaire Index, a ranking of the world's 500 wealthiest people. Elon's net worth hit a staggering $188.5 billion. On Thursday, a Twitter account called Tesla Owners of Silicon Valley shared the news of the 49-year-old. It was a simple response from Mr. Musk, quote, how strange. Well, back to work. USA Radio News. (laughs) 
Live on your radio, ladies and gentlemen, Victoria, first-hand witness at the Capitol, telling you that, hey, it wasn't Trump supporters doing the violence and creating mayhem. Literally, it was cops involved in the thing. Seems like they were in the no one involved, grabbing her, putting her in zip ties, driving her straight through the media op to a precinct, asking her a bunch of questions, and then really eventually they let her go. Uh, finish the questions that you were asked really quick, uh, Victoria. Okay. Um, they just basically they just asked my name, uh, my address, and my social security number. That's all they wanted to know. And if you know, that's yeah, that's it. That's all they wanted to know. And then they just let you go. Yeah, they said uh, that they they don't have any. Um, there's no arresting officer. There's no reason to charge me uh, for anything, and that I was free to go. And had me sign two papers, which I didn't. I did not read, which you know, yeah. And, and you didn't yeah, read because of circumstances. You were pressed into it. You were panicked. You were freaked out. Yep. Circumstantially, you're just like I mm. was bleeding from the head. You know, I had been hit on the head multiple times with a metal baton. So I got a question: Are you going to sue the cops? Uh, no. Nope. All right. I'm just wondering. The cops are beating everybody up. Maybe somebody ought to sue them. You know. Right. But. I- All right. Um, any final details we should know? Oh, yeah. The, 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 the hardest hit I got on the head from the police was uh, from an officer that I said, uh, you took an oath to the Constitution. He's like said some colorful words to me and made sure he hit me hard enough to break, uh, bust my head. <laughs> so All apparently right. he, wasn't, he wasn't happy with that. All right. So, um. Tell me what you know about the Antifa or the the bad people there. I mean, you saw people destroying property, but do you know who they were? Yes. How do we know they were Antifa or BLM or something? Um, Obviously, the circumstances are odd, to say the least. But how much do we know, right? Right. right. Uh, like I said, uh, obviously, they you get a sense of who's patriot and for real and who's not. Definitely the man was had the uh, helmet. You know, like, the, if you ever watch, like, uh, I always watch those live streams of, like, protests and of Antifa to get an idea. And you see kind of, like, they, they almost even kind of move uh, strategically, like, militarily. But but they're getting little, if you look at their build and their makeup, like, not to say that's all the case, but it's kind of, it seems a little commonplace with them. This man was skinny, very skinny. Uh, and when I, when he said, oh, I'm... I'm a patriot. I'm a patriot. The way he said it and the fact, like, no patriot has to say, like, I'm a patriot. I'm a patriot. Like, you just know. You know, we, we have a different kind of, a, a like, mannerism about ourselves. Um, this man, he, 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 yeah, what he was wearing and, and the, the, the stuff that he had to break the window, this, that's not something that patriots do. That's not something that we... That's not as our, our, we don't work like yeah, that. Yeah, and I'm wondering how you get so close to the Capitol with such hardware exactly. in the first place. That's a whole other topic. Victoria, yes. thank you. We'll be in touch You're next welcome. week for more details. We appreciate okay. you. All right, we pray yes. that you heal quickly. Oh, thank you. Talk to you soon. Yep, bye-bye. There she goes, Victoria. Lowell Nelson, your response. Well, <clears throat> very interesting. Uh, occasionally she kept saying the state Capitol, but she meant the, the uh Yeah, she means the, the federal Capitol. Yeah, the federal capital. Okay, good. Well, I think she's, she's spot on. There is a distinct difference between Antifa-type 
and Patriots. And, and uh, uh, much of the video that I saw uh, yesterday as I was reviewing them, uh, because I was I was watching a, a lot of, I don't know, 10, 20 clips, um, <clears throat> matches what she says. There are a lot of Patriots there who tried to prevent destruction of property. The Antifa types would come. They came with uh, weapons, uh, such as hammers, um, batons, and rifles, and and so forth that were intended to, well, not the rifles, but the batons and the, the sledgehammers um, and the, um, I don't know, they were long sticks, uh, heavy metal sticks. Uh, I guess you could call that a baton. They came prepared with those, armed with those, uh, to do damage. And the, the real patriots, the ones who were true Trump supporters, true patriots, true Constitution, love and liberty, love and people, they were the ones who tried to keep the Antifa types back from uh, from damaging the, the building or from engaging with in violence with the police. And so, yeah, and so what she just said uh, in person squares perfectly with the, the video that, that I reviewed yesterday, the videos, uh, multiple videos taken around the Capitol building, in the Capitol building, uh, and so forth. Um, so I'm, I'm here to tell you that Basically, what I saw and what I've heard this morning uh, matches uh, matches up. It squares nicely with what really happened. And so we're left with the, the question, Sam: What was the attack on the Capitol yesterday? Was it was it uh, uh, Trump supporters, or was it a false flag event designed to uh, turn the average viewer against um, the patriots? and against the, the Trump supporters. And, and if I were to answer my own question, I would have to say that it was a false flag event designed, planned way ahead of time, um, and orchestrated by, by, you know, I don't know whether it's the deep state or by George Soros type or, or who it was, but it was designed by those who wanted some, uh, some really bad publicity for Trump supporters and for the patriot community. Now, one would have to ask, well, why did why did they want that? Well, you know, we can make some speculations. For example, Vice President Penn, who has been portrayed by and you know spun by the corporate media as a betrayer of Trump. That's that's the way the mainstream media portrayed him. But Vice President Penn actually declared that he would uh, allow whole speeches regarding voter uh, regarding vote fraud in in those six battleground states um, as long as there was one senator and one uh, representative who filed objections to the certification of the election in those states and that was that was beginning that happened for Arizona and it was going to happen for the other five states right Wisconsin Michigan Pennsylvania uh, and so forth but that all got short-circuited Sam Right, I mean that got short circuited by this. Yeah, not uh, only did it get short circuited, but they literally uh, doubled down and finalized everything at the four in the morning while all Americans were asleep, sir. Yeah, yeah, they came back into session very much later in the evening. They did not have the testimony presented. Um, they they had a bunch of arguments, I, I think, but they didn't have the, the testimony about vote fraud presented which really um, 
they, you know, uh, there were a number of senators, a number of uh, representatives prepared to explain the vote fraud. Well, they never got a chance. Why? Because of the the fire in the Reichstag. This is a false flag event, very similar to the Reichstag false flag event that gave Hitler control over over Germany. You know, and uh, at least in my opinion, Sam, I think that's what happened yesterday or on the. Uh, on the on the six, um, yeah, the capital seats. Who is responsible, ladies and gentlemen? We're not getting the true narrative. And no. one of the things that Victoria and Larvita and uh, several of these other people that I've had literally come live on the radio and testify to their personal experiences of what had happened. The latest one being Victoria, first-hand witness, tells her story of what she personally experienced at the U.S. Capitol. Look, she's saying there was Antifa and bad people there that were trying to destroy things. There were a lot of patriots that tried to stop them. And she's basically saying, look, the cops were there in mass. The idea that there wasn't enough cops there and they were overrun is bogus. She got beat up by the cops. <clears throat> Another gentleman that testified yesterday got be- uh, sprained his wrist by the cops. Uh, the cops, by the way, are the only ones that literally shot someone. Uh, an American uh, lady got shot. She was a former veteran, 14-year veteran. She got shot by the cops. So, you know, it's hard to say who's doing the violence and the vandalism. But, you know, when you got Lavoie Finnegan, the only one in the Ammon Bundy scenario that got shot, the answer is government did the shooting. In this case, government did the shooting. There now. And, and you look at that and you go, okay, wait a minute. When you start to look at the timeline and you start to say, hey, they claimed that there was riots early before <clears throat> everybody else really left the rally. You kind of go, what up? What's up? Excuse me. What's up with that? Well, and so most another... of the patriots weren't there to even witness and tell the story. But when Victoria literally says she got beat up by the cops, zip tied, taken underground through a tunnel, and she emerges to a media frenzy, and then she gets let go with no arrest, nothing. At some point, you kind of go, what on earth is going on? That's first-hand witness on Liberty Roundtable Live, ladies and gentlemen. Who's providing coverage like that, Lol? Yeah, you're one of the few, Sam. <laughs> That's because this is Liberty Roundtable. When we come back, we got a lot to cover with Lowell, and I'm sorry to take up so much of Lowell's time with her story, but it was worth it. Uh, and we'll get back. Lowell Nelson, CampaignForLiberty.org on your radio. for Moral Law is a nonprofit legal foundation committed to protecting our unalienable right to publicly acknowledge God. The Foundation for Moral Law exists to restore the knowledge of God in law and government and to acknowledge and defend the truth that man is endowed with rights not by our fellow man but by God. The foundation maintains a twofold focus. First, litigation within state and federal courts. Second, education conducting seminars to teach the necessity and importance of acknowledging God in law and government. How can you help? Please make a tax-deductible contribution, allowing foundation attorneys to continue the fight. You may also purchase various foundation products as well at morallaw.org. Located in Montgomery, Alabama, the Foundation for Moral Law is a nonprofit, tax-exempt 501c3, founded by Judge Roy Moore. Please partner with us to achieve this important mission, morallaw.org. 
One thing 2020 has made crystal clear. For liberty lovers, hope lies where it always has, in our own hands. So join us at Liberty Hall on Saturday, January 16th for a preparedness fair. With speakers on topics from health to food growing, prepping supplies, first aid, self-reliance, and more. 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. Saturday, January 16th. Go to LovingLiberty.net. That's LovingLiberty.net. The spirit of the American West is live and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues affecting the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, and gift ideas like the 2021 Real Buckaroo Calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. All right, Lowell Nelson Campaign for Liberty.org with me. Capital Siege, who is responsible? I hope we get the answers to that. There was like 68 people arrested. Uh, there was only a few hundred that literally went into the Capitol. Some went in, uh, they say, not intentionally, or at least not with the reasons uh, claimed. How about the congressional count of electoral votes? Uh, Lowell, do you want to uh, kind of mention that real fast? Yeah, before going on to that, Sam, I just wanted to add one more testimony to uh, what went on there. You know, Delane England and Tina Orlocker and, and several others from here flew back. There. Yeah, there's people from Utah that we know well. Go ahead. Very well. Um, and uh, she writes this. I, I Maybe I shouldn't have mentioned her name because I <clears throat> don't have permission, her permission to say this, but um, she just said, you know, that, that uh, she was um, among those who got uh, incapacitated with tear gas. Um, and so she said basically incapacitated for about 15 minutes, and then we recovered, had no idea that Antifa broke in on the other side. So she was on one side, and Antifa type broke in on the other. Or that anyone had broken in. seemed the tear gas was so over the top, but seeing what Antifa incited on the front side, the security was committed to keeping them out. There was nothing like that on the back side. And there were guys in respirators and helmets. Um, we, uh, they were trying to get the Trump supporters to breach. They were absolutely inciting them. Unfortunately, it appears that some people, good people got cut up, got cut, got caught, caught up in it. And so basically, she's just adding her testimony basically to the, the, uh, to the fact that, um, that the police were, were wanting, um, they were inciting riots. They were trying to get people to enter in the Capitol so that they could have their photo op events and, and say that the Capitol was under siege. So no question in my mind, Sam, that <clears throat> this was orchestrated, a false flag event. And there's one service that we could do for America. It would be to help people understand that false flag events have happened and have happened throughout history. We're talking about every um, civilization, every culture probably on Earth um, where government becomes onerous, becomes tyrannical. False flag events have been used um, throughout history to incite, um, you know, to inflame the people's um, opinion against um, the good guy. <clears throat> right? That's what false flag events are for. False flag events started... Um, you know, got got people so angry at uh, Japan that we entered the, 
Second World War, right? That's when Roosevelt, FDR, declared war on Japan. Uh, that was a false flag event. Pearl Harbor was a false flag event. Not many people know that, but that, that is what happened. And, and there have been multiple, we're talking hundreds of false flag events over the years, over the centuries, and people need to understand that it's just a tool of government, it's a tool of tyranny, um, and, and we would do ourselves a great service by helping other people, our fellow citizens, understand that. We really need a, we, we probably have to spend a, a whole uh, session on all of the false flag events and, you know, talk about uh, some of the major ones in, in some detail to help people catalyze their, that in their minds, you know, cement that in their minds. It would be a really good uh, uh, a really good radio show, Sam, and, and it would be uh, a great service to uh, to our fellow countrymen, I think. Amen. We uh, will break out a couple of hours to get that done very soon, ladies and gentlemen. Evidence mounts of a Capitol Hill false flag event is my headline uh, for this, ladies and gentlemen. This is serious business, and these um, witnesses cannot be dismissed. Okay, these are people who uh, have taken their own video. They couldn't get their video out immediately because, hey, all communications were blocked, according to some of the witnesses. Um, there was shutdown of intentional shutdown of communications. Uh, you know, why did President Trump tweet out, hey, let's, um, you know, go home? Well, how are the people going to see that who are at the Capitol uh, if it's rioting and crazy and, 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 and the communications are shut down? So there's all kinds of weird anomalies here. I don't know what happened because I wasn't there. Do I believe some Trump supporters got caught up in the melee mob, mob mentality? I'm sure the answer is yes. But to suggest this is Trump supporters and that everybody at the Capitol was just rioting and crazy, not even close to true. There were thousands at Trump's speech and on the on the mall. Most people left after the mall. Some people went to the Capitol. Several thousand. I don't know how many. Uh, but only a couple of hundred got into the Capitol at all. Many of them with good intent. Uh, but it was absolutely, um, you know what? The game changed, as Victoria testified. And um, when the game changed, then about 68 people got arrested. How many of those are going to be Antifa or Black Lives Matter or funded by whom? Are we going to really trace the money of who was there and how they got there and why and what, and et cetera? Um, that's the real question, ladies and gentlemen. What's going to happen, right? What are the charges and consequences after arrests going to be, right? Are, they, are we going to really get the bottom line of this? You know, Trump says they will pay. Well, Trump doesn't know. He's on his way out. Now, did Trump concede to Biden? He condemned the Capitol riot. Well, I condemn riots, too. But what I don't do is let them blame it on my supporters as a mass statement and then not respond to it. Trump didn't respond really at all. He said, my wonderful supporters, but he didn't say, hey, we need to carry on. There's vote fraud here. They have now passed um, you know, Joe Biden into office without following the protocols we discussed. Mike Pence failed. He didn't stand up and stop it for an audit. But he also didn't deliver the, the debates that were promised. Everybody was panicked and freaked out. They did it in the middle of the night. Why not let people take a breather? Why not put it on hold for a day or two and say, let's get to the bottom of who did what? Okay, They're already starting to release names of so-called Trump supporters that they want you to believe are white supremacists or wackos. But I submit to you out of the hundreds that went into the Capitol, and the 68 that were arrested, they're cherry-picking the ones that they can make look the worst, the ones that have other agendas in mind, personal grandizement, or ones that don't look very put together to make Trump supporters look bad. And, and they're burying the whole story here. The media is doing it. 
But even Donald Trump now has fallen into their hands, in my opinion. He's literally basically saying, hey, we want peace and reconciliation. I agree. But I don't know that I want that, ladies and gentlemen, at the expense of burying the election fraud, at the expense of blaming it all on Trump supporters with a broad brush to the point where, hey, even Sam Bushman for covering it uh, and, and Lowell Nelson, well, golly, they're Trump supporters and, and they're guilty. They're insurrectionists as well. Remember, I just told you that Barack Obama said, hey, it's the media apparatus that's pro-Trump that's responsible for this. Okay, you can't let those things go. But Donald completely capitulates and melts down, uh, in my opinion. And I don't think that we ought to do that at the expense of these things. I don't want the violence either. But I also don't want to say because there were a couple of bad apples that, that ruined the, the apple cart that now we're just going to capitulate on everything and we're just going to going to go away and put our tail between our legs and say, golly, I guess the bad guy, we better uh, heal the nation. I want to heal the nation, but not at the expense of criminal activity and secret combinations, lol. Well, and there's a huge amount of hypocrisy, a double standard there, too. I mean, it was sickening, in my opinion, uh, when I heard, you know, legislators like uh, Mitt Romney and Chuck Schumer and, and, uh, and, and those types who, who have supported every war we've been in, who supported all the bombing, the arms sales to Saudi Arabia, the killing, the genocides in Yemen, and, and yet they have the, the, the gall to stand up and express shock and dismay how heartbroken they are that protesters got into the Capitol building. It's just stunning to me, Sam, that these hypocrites up there would say such a, you know, would, would feign such shock at somebody getting into the Capitol building when, when they have been um, aiding and abetting the killing of thousands and thousands of people um, in foreign lands, our brothers and sisters in the Middle East, uh, maiming many of them, hurting our own troops because they get the orders to drop the bombs. They get the orders to fly the drones. They're the ones who receive and, and execute the orders to kill people. And, um, and here they're a little upset about And we're not uh, defending the violence of the bad things that happened, ladies and gentlemen, but let's put it in perspective. Rush Limbaugh went on his program and said, I'm sure glad the patriots of the revolution didn't feel like a, a little bit of violence was a bad thing. Now, I think that's a little bit of a mixed-up narrative by Rush, but I get the point, which is, you know, are we going to just drop because they created a false flag designed to make it? Are we just going to say, okay, you know what, Joe Biden's the guy now. Forget the election fraud discussions. Hey, yeah, Trump supporters are all bad and evil. Golly, how dare them? What an awful bunch of people. That's not really the narrative or the truth at all. Are we going to let that happen, or are we going to, in the media, stand up and get witnesses like Victoria uh, and Delane and many others to say, hey, here's what really happened, and are we going to get enough media to force that into the discussion and the narrative? Are we going to discuss that the Capitol siege, who was responsible? Evidence mounts of a Capitol Hill false flag event. Will there be charges and consequences for those who were after arrests or not? Are we just going to kind of wash it away? Are Trump supporters the only ones that are going to be in jail and the other guys are running free for the next abusive, hostile uh, riot? Congressional count of electoral votes. Are we going to say, wait a minute, you know what? We want to even recall that, you guys. You promised two hours of debate on everything. That never happened. You promised evidence. No one did that at four in the morning. No one got any information out about the vote fraud that was intended. That got all washed uh, under the rug or swept under the rug. All right, how about rumors of invoking 25th Amendment and impeachment against Donald Trump? Both of those things are being t discussed right now, too. How dare them when there's, uh, what, 12 days left 
Uh, you know, can't they just let the man leave in dignity? Donald Trump did not create an insurrection or a violence. He didn't recommend or suggest violence in any way, ladies and gentlemen. Let's be clear, okay? And if I talk about pro-life events and then somebody goes up an abortion, blows up an abortion clinic, can you say because I talk about pro-life that I'm responsible? See, this quantum leap is a serious, serious concern. Uh, and then they literally say it's a permanent ban on Donald Trump for Facebook and Twitter. Trump locked indefinitely from Instagram, Twitter, possibly even, or Instagram and Facebook, possibly even Twitter. Well, lol, what's going to happen then with that? And we've got a serious bunch of problems here that we're leaving on the table if we just capitulate and walk away. Right. And yeah, we can't let that happen. We, we've got we've to stay strong. I mean, my hope would be that uh, Trump and, and his team would continue to investigate the fraud that was conducted during the election and bring those people to justice. But when you have a Justice Department that works with, and with you know, the Antifa types and BLM types, orchestrates, these types of things, then it's going to be pretty hard to, to do that. You know, I, I, and I don't know that the Justice Department is responsible for that or could have controlled that, but, you know, I, I tend to believe that's what happened because, you know, who else is going to order D.C. police to let the protesters in to, 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 to incite them to riot, right? I mean, who, who did that? Was that the mayor of D.C.? Was that the Justice Department? Uh, I don't know, but these questions have to be answered, Sam, and and I just hope that uh, in the next few days that uh, there will be some serious investigation. I uh, pray so, but but predict we're too paranoid, too scared now to take up the the fight because if I say fight, they say you're riotous, you're an insurrectionist, you're a whatever, and that's the big lie, ladies and gentlemen. When Trump is blocked indefinitely from this, and you can't really hear from the president much, wow! Now all the different uh, Trump. Um, secretaries and supporters and people in the cabinet are resigning. Education Secretary Betsy DeVos resigns, among others. Again, I don't know uh, about you, but I don't think that you ought to abandon Trump when he needs it. I'm disappointed in his capitulation. I think we need to stand strong, reject violence, but truly get to the bottom of these secret combinations. Steve, I don't think that his aides, his staffers, his cabinet members have been watching any of the alternative media. All they've been watching is CNN and Fox and all the corporate press, for them to make a decision like Betsy DeVos to resign based on that, that's, that's incredible to me. She should be listening well, that, to alternative media. That's what media. false flags do. They become basically tyrannical and all-encompassing. That's what we've yep. got to reject, and we got to look at it honestly and reject violence and criminal activity, but stand for the rule of law. Lowell, thank you, sir. God save the republic. Atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk radio Show. Talk show. All right, happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman, live on your radio. Hard-hitting news that it was refused to use, no doubt, continues now. This is the broadcast for Friday, January the eighth, in the year of our Lord, two thousand and twenty-one. This is our two of two, and our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property. And to promote God, family, and country on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen, we use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America as our guide. 
We love the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the Founding Fathers. That is one of the great peaceful restorative solutions we still have at our fingertips. And as you know, we reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. And as you know, it is a freedom-loving, fantastic, faith-filled Friday. And we're taking Americans hearts and minds and doing our very best to educate them and we're taking america back one heart and mind at a time on this fantastic faith-filled friday our next special guest mr stan ellsworth and if you don't know who stan is he's the harley riding star of the byu tv show american ride he's also been in a movie about miracles with linnea minor uh he's a, a national public speaker writer commentator been a talk show host and more, uh, and now he's on Liberty Roundtable Live. Welcome, sir. Hey, Sam. Thank you very much. Hopefully, that Good introduction was adequate. This morning. Oh, I enjoyed that, man. That 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 first intro that when you came back in after the news, that was damn near poetic. No, well, there you go, man. I've been at it for Holy a long cow. time. No, I love that, baby. So let me tell you this: you uh, had a bout with the COVID. I know people are wondering about how you're doing. Oh, hey, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm kind of a long haul guy. Uh, you know, if, if you know what that is, it's some people get it and it passes through pretty quick. Some people get it and it's a little severe. And some people get it and it sits on their shoulders like a freaking vulture. And, you know, I, 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 they're circling around me, man. Well, when I went in the hospital, they told me I had like uh, less than 10% chance of surviving, which, which was not good news for my wife. But, um, as we joke, apparently nothing kills me. You know, God doesn't, what is it that they say? God doesn't want you and the devil's scared to death. So here you are. <laughs> well, and what really, what really it. happens is it means that the Lord has more work for you to do, sir. Well, that, that, that's a polite way to say it. And it would be, I think, self-serving for me to say it, but thank you very much. Um, the big deal though, is you got really beat up by it. You almost died. I don't want to spend time on that, but I do want to spend time on the Liberty aspect of this. A lot of people yeah. say, you know, Sam, you're just, um, when you don't want to lock down society and when you don't want to force everybody to do everything, you just don't get how bad it is. I had an Indian sister pass away, uh, from the COVID. So I do uh, know that it's a personal thing and I don't mean to make light of it in any way, uh, but we don't want to put our freedom on this altar, right? Um, I don't think freedom is on the altar. I, you know, I, I think again we we're at a we live in a time where there's two very vociferous sides that want to make every issue political, and a lot of them aren't, and they use hyperbole to scare the hell out of folks. And really, we need to calm the rhetoric down, you know, because it, it it's just not that way. Fear is not an American value. Common sense is an American value. So, I mean, I see guys driving along in their car with their masks on, and I think, now that's ridiculous. There's only you there. I mean, you know, if, if you're in a situation where there's lots of people around and you can't get distance, I mean, look, I, I, I've been in situations in my life that caused me to need a little distance. Don't like, you know, the, the claustrophobia, the, 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 the too crowded of a room. So I'd rather just stand on the, on the corner and watch. But, uh, you know, the same thing with, 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 with this whole deal. If you can't get distance, then get a mask. Don't, don't, it's to protect you. It's not really to protect others. You're not doing that. But it, it, it's helping you. Your choice completely. 
know, and if, and, and, and if that's you think the, that's that, the point I want to get at is choice versus force. You know, this mandating of everything. Look, if you promote an appropriate campaign about something using public service announcements and everything else to say, listen, washing your hands, great idea. You got to do it. I don't know why you weren't told that by your mama in the first place for crying out exactly loud. Exactly right. Hey, and, and you know, wear a mask when you're near people. Do the social distancing. None of those things are harmful. Uh, you know what? The vaccines are available for those who want to take them. There is such thing as herd immunity, but at the same time, we don't want to use force. We do want to use common sense and guidance and love and love unfeigned and patience and help people get there to the right thing. And some mm-hmm. people will and won't. And this is America. And, you know, if you want to go there, I'm in 100 percent support the mandate for the problem that I'm starting to have, because what they want to do is they want to force me to take a vaccine. They want to force me well, to basically be on record and, with contact tracing everywhere. The, look at look at the folks that are. That are, oh, we've got to mandate it. The same people that have run their cities into the dirt. You know, if you're going to mandate everybody do everything. How did, how did that gun control thing work for you there, Rom? Same idea, man. Well, there you, you go. Know, you know, don't, don't. Mandates don't work. Invitation works. Common sense works. So it's like you said, man, explain it to the people. Let them weigh the issue out in their mind. And by and large, the better majority of them are going to say, I see the reason. I believe that this is the right thing to do. You know, I'm still concerned about 1913. You know, when in the heck did people get to vote for senators? That should be a state appointment. How is it there's this in? See now, how is there an income tax? Well, in 1913, we created the Fed. And, you know, any time we step, step to that socialist side, we find ourselves, you know, stuck in a bit of a quagmire, and mandates are part of a quagmire. Is that part of your five-year plan there, Joseph Stalin? Let's let that go, baby. Invite people to take advantage of the common sense of the issue. All right. What do you think is going to be the history for Trump? Do you think he's going to start a media thing? Do you think he's going to uh, – do you think he'll play a role to help us? Do You know, uh, I don't think that uh, Donald Trump's going to walk away from – from the opportunity to, to say, and really my feeling about what happened yesterday, I, I don't know if it's interesting to you guys or not, but I think there's there's uh, alternative forces at work that, you know, number one, want to destabilize the United States, and number two, sought a way to, you know, damage this president's legacy so that he couldn't grow over Cleveland, though. You know, because uh, right now Grover Cleveland's the only guy with non-consecutive uh, administrations, and Donald Trump could have done that. He could have come back in 2024, but with you know the rhetoric and the and, and the vitriol that's being spoken of him now, I don't know that that's a possibility. So I'm Unless I'm, I'm we putting can... my weight behind Dan Crenshaw. Let's go, Dan. All right. Unless we can literally expose the secret combinations. And let people know about the evidence mounting regarding a false flag that took place Wednesday, two days ago, uh, at the U.S. Capitol. Hey, were there bad guys there? Yes. Did they do wrong? Yes. Should they be prosecuted to the full extent of the law? Without a doubt. But that doesn't change that most people are patriotic. And most people believe in God, family, and country. And most people, well, the country song says people are good. Oh, yeah. Look, I think think most of the people that were there were patriots. They were people that felt that they'd been called and and activated by their Congress to show up and, you know, be heard in the you know, people 
have the right to peaceful assembly and protest. And so there they are. They're going to stand outside the Capitol building and let their representation know America's watching. Now, then there's a, all it takes is a few guys. And you get a few of these anarchists. Doesn't matter if they're, you know, gearing up the Antifa squad or gearing up the, you know, the pro-Trump people. Anytime there's people with you know, a whole lot of emotion going, it's real easy to light the fuse. And then all of a sudden, you know, Katie barred the door. Things are going haywire. And there's probably only 10, 12 guys there that were, you know, hell-bent on anarchy. And they did it. And now, you know, the chicken liver, I'll tell you what, you'll never make chicken salad out of Congress. All these guys are ducking for cover. Oh, I'm, I'm abandoning Trump. And you said it. You know, it's rats leaving the ship. I'm crawling down the rope. Man, I'm out of here. Donald Trump's sinking. Thinking fast. I think we so should I'm, be defending Donald Trump on the principles absolutely. that he stood on. Look at what the man did. He brought America's economy to a point it's never been before. You can't change that. Okay, and then the Chinese lab exploded, and, you know, the world went back crap crazy. Now, but, the other uh, interesting thing is President Trump, not only did he stand and make one of the greatest economies ever known, but he also brought Americans together based on, you know what, we're not here to say America first at the expense of other nations. We are here to say make America great, and let's let other countries become great as well by following our right. example, right? Correct. And that's what we've done since the beginning. You know, we, we didn't export revolution. We exported liberty. Here's the template. Build it the way you can. You know, we aren't telling everybody you got to follow our Constitution to the letter. We're saying this is how it works for us. And we're we saying, hey, if you want to know how it works for you, for you, we're willing to help teach you in every way possible. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, but look, you know, what is it? Uh, what is, I, I hear Sean Hannity say, doubt not, fear not. Be not troubled, neither be afraid. The Lord's still in his, in his heaven, and the foundations of the republic are still what they were. And they're solid and true. They're unshakable. So... You know, hold fast to those things. Don't let the rhetoric of right or left turn your head from the consistency of the republic. And I'm not saying moderate your feeling. Be strong in your opinion. Be steadfast in your passions for America. But don't back people, back principle. Exactly right. We don't back people. We're a nation of laws. Amen, ladies and gentlemen. Stan Ellsworth with me. He is the star of American Ride. Incredible TV show on BYU TV. It's on hold now, but let's come back. We've got a lot more to talk about. I asked him about his speech at the Eagle Forum coming up. I'll tell you what he told me. Hang tight. Regrets? Oh, we're all going to have them. Doesn't matter who you are or what you do. At some point, you're going to wish you'd done something differently. You know, the woulda, coulda, shouldas. But let me tell you a couple of things you'll never regret. You'll never regret spending extra time talking to your teenager. Trust me. You'll never regret answering your three-year-old's question about where the water in the bathtub comes from. And I've never seen anyone wish they hadn't sat in the kitchen laughing with their children and telling them goofy stories about when they were kids. Yeah, sure, we're all going to have regrets, but talking too much with our kids won't be one of them.
No matter what you talk about, love is what they'll hear. A thought from the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Visit us at mormon.org. As you all know, Roe versus Wade has resulted in some of the most permissive abortion laws anywhere in the world. For example, in the United States, it's one of only seven countries to allow elective late-term abortions, along with China, North Korea, and others. Right now, in a number of states, the laws allow a baby to be born from his or her mother's womb in the ninth month. It is wrong. It has to change. Americans are more and more pro-life. You see that all the time. In fact, only 12% of Americans support abortion on demand at any time. Under my administration, we will always defend the very first right in the Declaration of Independence, and that is the right to life. All right, ladies and gentlemen, hard-hitting talk radio around the clock at LovingLiberty.net. Spread the word, tell the tale, tell your neighbor, donate liberally, LovingLiberty.net. Stan Ellsworth with me, American Ride. We're talking about the Harley-Davidson riding American who believes, thunder, in, baby. who believes in the values that make America and keep America great. Don't you love it, ladies and gentlemen? All right, so when I asked Stan right before we got on the radio, and I said, hey, Stan, you're going to speak at the Eagle Forum, right? And he said, yes. And I said, what are you going to talk about? And he said, I don't know. America, baby. <laughs> and that's what no, we're talking about they, right now. Yeah, they, they get a hold of me and say, hey, man, we need you here. And I said, I'll, I'll be there. You call, I'm coming. You know, what do you want me to talk about? You want me to tell stories? What do you want? He said, no, we want you to, to, to you know, Remind us of the value of the republic. Remind us of who we are. Remind us of what we are. And so it's kind of a free-form experience. You know, and I, I, I hear you talking, so I feel safe, you know, letting you all know I'm, 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 a, you know, I'm, I'm a good Christian boy, man. I mean, before I get up there, I ask the Lord what it is that people need to hear today. I'm not, you know, coming in saying I know, but I know who does know. So I, I try to tap into that. I'm not saying I'm gifted or blessed, but apparently the Lord cares. He cares uh, deeply for this. I'm nation. certainly not gifted, but I no doubt am blessed. There you go. Blessed by a loving well, wife well, and children and friends and family good. and Americans and the whole bit. It's a, a blessed country that we live in. And that's one thing that I want to make sure we don't lose sight of. And one of the things that I think is the most important right now, you know, people are down and out because of the COVID, because of the capital, whatever that went on over there, uh, because the, you know, now the Democrats are in charge of everything. And I mean, for a lot of people have lost their jobs. There's a lot of reasons people are discouraged and frustrated. And I think what we need to really do is, is tell the tale in such a way to put hope in your heart, Stan. Should always be hope in your heart. You should wake up every morning. Yeah, I'm going to tell you, well, I know that when General Washington, you know, was facing off against the British there in that, you know, Christmas of 76, and he's thinking, holy cow, we've been driven from New York across New Jersey. I mean, back then, New Jersey was, still is a very beautiful state. The forest there is incredible. 
So if you ain't never been, don't think Newark is the whole of New Jersey. But, you know, there he sits on the other side of Delaware. And even in that dark time, Washington drew hope from the Almighty. And he knew that the attack he was about to effect, though perhaps small in the military magnitude, would be large in the magnitude of emotion for the American people. And it would instill hope. And we never give up on that. We never give up. Surrender is not in our creed. That's just not the way we think. Hope is eternal because the Lord is our God. He is a God of miracles. And he will yet shake out the republic and make it the great thing it ought to be. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Stan Ellsworth with us. He's going to speak at the Utah Eagle Forum Convention, which is tomorrow all day long. <laughs> Believe it or not, all the tickets are sold out, Stan. I know. you got to get it on radio, on Facebook, brother. That's one of the blessings of the pandemic. I'm not really, you know, trying to promote the pandemic, but I am saying, hey, with the um, virus that's really happened, it's done a lot of good for our ability to spread the word. You know, you may not be able to come to the Eagle Forum event in Utah live uh, in person, but you can go on Facebook and watch it live. People are going to be having live streams of the event. Uh, People are going to be doing radio programs, promoting it, talking about it. And really, if you go to eagleforum.org, you can learn about the principles. I mean, this started with an incredible lady, Phyllis Lafley. These are the stories that will give you courage, by the way. You know, and she's thinking, I got to promote mothers and women and momhood, motherhood and all these things. Momhood, what's that about? Wow. Hey, anyway. Hey, you, you can have momhood. <laughs> but you look at this and you go, you know what? She was a hero, a constitutional attorney. If you want to know what you can aspire to in America, this is it, baby. Yes, it is. You know, I and well, I've got to save some of my jokes for tomorrow. But, um, golly, <laughs> no, there's some really great people going to speak there tomorrow, and I'm humbled to be part of them. You know, I um, I don't claim anything great to fame. I, you know, I, I've got some experience, and I will be honored to be part of this. And and Gail Rosica is always been good to me she's a great lady and uh she likes american right i guess she saw some episodes figured i knew a thing or two and uh hey you know if if you if you want to find out more go to amazon and buy my book it's called renegades and rebels it's about the american revolution tells the truth of these guys we'll touch on some of those stories tomorrow i'm speaking around 11 but you know, the Eagle Forum's an all-day sort of an affair. So tune us in, baby. Celebrate America. Tell me about Renegades and Rebels. Uh, because you know what? Renegades are heroes of mine. Steve Voss actually created a song called Renegades Are Heroes, and he talks about the chief renegade is Jesus Christ himself. Well, you- yeah. You, know, you, you take renegades for the, for the way you see it. And uh, Christ taught a gospel in his day that even his own people didn't understand. You know, and he says to Pilate, my kingdom's not of this world. Now, I'm not talking about overthrowing the Roman government. 
I'm talking about people aspiring to a higher law and to be more than they think they can be. But when I wrote Renegades and Rebels, uh, the idea was I was, you see, I, I done a lot of things in my life. Uh, and one of them was teach high school. And I was deeply disappointed in the way they were presenting, you know, the history of the United States. They're trying to rewrite it and recast the heroes of America as somehow villainous and, you know, backsliding with a, a, a hidden agenda. That was never the case. So I needed to write a book that told the truth. You know, because when, when you talk to kids, and the only thing they know about George Washington is that he may have owned slaves, you say, holy cow, did you miss everything else, or did they not teach it to you? And the sad part is, in large measure, they don't teach it anymore. And so we needed to hear the truth. So I wrote Renegades and Rebels. And uh, it's a series of vignettes. It's not... 400 pages long of, of one big story. I guess they're all one big story, but they tie together, you know, in, in a different way. So there's like, you know, 38 different guys and gals were going to tell the story and the truth of what they did. And I, I do it kind of in the language that I normally talk in. So it's a little more homespun and maybe not radio friendly at some points, but you know, it's the truth. And it's designed to build faith. You mentioned that fear is not one of our republic's values, but faith certainly is. Absolutely it is. And you have to remember where all the, you know, when people say, you know, we, we, we all know about the, the fog that came up on the East River, you know, and hid Washington's retreat from, from Brooklyn, from Long Island, back over to Manhattan. You know, and, and people forget that, you know, New York Harbor was so full of English ships, you could walk on their decks out to Staten Island. The great miracle was nobody on those ships heard a thing while Washington's guys were boarding ship and crossing the East River. I mean, I guess the whole British Navy was sitting around with beans in their ears playing hearts. Just amazing. There's lots of miracles that happened during that war. Trenton is a miracle. Bunker Hill is a miracle. There, there's too many. And you don't realize what was happening there. Well, it really was an epic. Like John Adams said, these things that are happening you know, are, are, are amazing. They are changing the times. And they did. And like Washington said at the end of it all, any man who can look at these proceedings, meaning the revolution, and not see the hand of providence is blind. There you have it. The book has nine chapters, right? Uh, 30, 39. 39 chapters. Well, yeah, because each one is maybe only like 14 to 20 pages long. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Stan Ellsworth with me. We're talking about the American Ride, his TV show, his life. We're also talking about America, though. It's not about Stan. It's about believing in what makes America great, the principles that turn us to God, family, and country. He'll be speaking live at the Eagle Forum Utah event tomorrow. 
Available live on Facebook to the whole world. Stan Ellsworth in seconds. Proclaiming liberty across the land. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. President Trump acknowledged Thursday his presidency is coming to an end, and now is the time for American unity. My focus now turns to ensuring a smooth, orderly, and seamless transition of power. Joe Biden will become the 46th president of the United States on January 20th. USA Radio News' Tim Berg gives us a COVID-19 update. One of the nation's top infectious disease experts says Americans need to protect themselves and others from COVID-19. Dr. Anthony Fauci is calling on Americans to continue wearing masks and social distance, even though they are vaccinated, to protect others until the majority of people are inoculated. We should not pull back from mitigation methods until the level of virus circulating in the community is at such a low level that it is no longer a risk. From the USA Radio News Phoenix Bureau, I'm Tim Berg. USA Radio News. Balance of nature is fruits and vegetables in a capsule. Changing the world one life at a time. I had begun to notice after 10 days with Balance of Nature, I felt better, more energetic. And believe me, for me, that's something because I have energy anyway. But as old as I am, that was really something to start really noticing. You know, we're all responsible for choosing what our attitudes are, but I had a better mental outlook. I mean, I always try to be positive, but there were subtle things in me that I began to notice. I just felt a difference with this. Get a wide variety of all your daily recommended servings of whole fruits and vegetables without having to leave your home. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 1-800-2468-751 or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code USA. The Boeing Company has reached a settlement involving crashes with their 737 MAX aircraft. USA Radio News' Dan Naraki has more. Aircraft manufacturer Boeing has agreed to pay more than $2.5 billion as part of a settlement over two deadly plane crashes. The settlement stems from a pair of crashes of Boeing's 737 MAX aircraft in 2018 and 2019. 346 people died in those crashes. The company reached a deal with the Justice Department to settle a criminal conspiracy charge. Boeing was accused of hiding data that showed problems in the 737 MAX's flight control systems. That software was later cited as the main cause of the crashes. The 737 was grounded worldwide for more than two years, only returning to service in the U.S. last month after the company made software and other safety changes to the planes. From the USA Radio News Ohio Bureau, I'm Dan Naraki. The plane was first grounded March 11, 2019 by China, and the ban in that country continues to be in effect. The FAA in America put the ban in effect two days later. This is USA Radio News. This is Liberty Roundtable Live. I am Sam Bushman, Stan Ellsworth, riding shotgun, ladies and gentlemen. Who's Stan? He's the Harley riding star of BYU TV's TV show, American Ride. He'll be speaking tomorrow at the Utah Eagle Forum. It'll be in Utah, but it's a sold-out event tomorrow, January 9th. UtahEagleForum.org to learn more, but you can watch it on Facebook and you can get the speeches live. Stan will be one of the speakers speaking at 11. I said, what are you going to talk about? He said, America, baby. 
So he's going to tell stories from his life, from his experiences, and from his diligent study of and teaching to students regarding America. He's going to talk about his book a little bit, Renegades and Rebels, by Stan Ellsworth, available everywhere. Uh, Amazon.com also has an interesting video. Watch Miracles. In God We Trust. Stan is a key uh, presenter in that video along with, who is it, Linnea Minor? I believe that's right. Yeah, Linnea Minor. So you got a teenage girl and you got uh, Harley Ride and Stan asking questions and telling the tale of America. Experts testify of the miracles that our founders had. And the point is we can have those same miracles today if we believe and live worthy of them. In God We Trust is the video. Is God dead? Do miracles happen anymore is the question. America's college students have questions. Yeah, this nation was bought with blood, folks. And let's not throw it away is the point. Uh, Stan, as you put together that movie with uh, Ken Cromar and Linnea Miner and others, how did it feel? Because there's one thing to say, let's get the technical parts right. But there's a feeling that happens, huh? You know, yeah, the, the, the fun part is, yeah, to me, it, it, it's never in the filming. It, it, it's in the stories and in the people. It's when you talk to somebody whose life has been changed and who understands, you know, the miraculous relationship that an individual, you know, can have with the Lord and who recognizes, you know, where all blessings really come from. And, and that's, that, that is really... I don't want to say it's just cool, but it, it's it is it is invigorating, and it renews hope just to see that when somebody realizes that, you know, when I turn to the source and and, and I really open myself and say, you know, uh, tell me what I got to do, and I I remember the story of, of the man that, you know, when he heard about the gospel, he said. You know, Lord, tell me what I need to do. I'll give away all my sins to know thee. And in his sincerity, you know, he was blessed. And I love stories like that. And it's amazing today to hear stories that are very similar. That, you know, in our day right now when people are doubting, there are people that are filled with faith. That You know, they don't need to hear the altar call. You know, they, they feel that. So deep within them, and the windows of heaven open, and lives change. And that is miraculous to be part of, and miraculous to understand. It's something, so, yeah, it, it's it's something that, that if you teach it in, in history um, in a way that's just like, hey, you know what, the Treaty of Versailles happened on such and such a date, and that, then you know what, kids get bored with that kind of garbage. It's garbage in, garbage out kind of a discussion. And that's kind of how, sadly, I grew up in government school. It was like that. But when I start to read books like The Bulletproof George Washington, when I start reading about Francis Marion, the Swamp Fox, and read a book about his life and who he was, when I start reading about, uh, you know, G General John John Glover, uh, who head up the Marblehead Regiment, who, Regiment, who saved the American Army over and over and over. When I start reading about the the storms that God sent to protect the American patriots, uh, when it was battling of the ships, if you will, 
uh, in America, I begin to feel a feeling. I begin to say, wait a minute, this isn't boring. I'm fascinated. And it makes me want to be part of it, meaning patriotism and freedom, in my day, in my life, and say, what can I do to be a pioneer patriot? What can I do to tell the tale of liberty? Not only by speaking to others and sharing the the word and indeed, but by living my life in such a way to qualify for the blessings God has in store for us. Um, And as you guys go on this uh, incredible Miracles movie, it's basically an American ride, if you will, uh, stand on his Harley, uh, interviewing people across the country. People have really lost their faith to a great degree. People are, are struggling to know where to turn. And this you know, there, Miracles there movie provides the idea. Go ahead, yeah, let, let, let me let me, let me let me talk about American Ride for a minute, because that, too, was just kind of, well, it's sort of funny the way it came about. See, I got, I got into entertainment kind of at the uh, sort of the tail end of my professional professional life. And, you know, I never wanted to be part of entertainment. I had a good friend that, uh, you know, he was a lifting buddy, and he came to me and said, I know you coach college football for a long time. I said, yeah, that's true. He said, look, I'm, I'm looking for a guy to be in, in, in one of my movies who can, you know, play the, the, the subtle – uh, levels of coaching. And I said, yeah, I'm not interested. Thanks, man. Uh, I don't want to. And then he said, here's what I'll pay you. Ah, oh, well, that's different. So, you know, I, I ended up getting into the movies and all. And I quickly learned if you don't make work for yourself, you don't get work. I think that's pretty much true in everything. But I thought, what can I do that other people can't do? And, you know, I've known American history from the time I was little. Because my mother was mad after American history. And, and I've been riding motorcycles since I was real little, too. So I put those two things together and came up with this concept of American ride. And I tried to market it to people. And, you know, there were some folks that just didn't didn't get it. And they felt, well, you know, it, we don't want some kind of rough, you know, roadster teaching history. We want, you know, America clean and bright. Then other people just plain thought it was too overtly patriotic. Can you believe that statement? And then uh, finally I put it in front of BYU, and they said, hey, yeah, we're, we're kind of interested. Let's sit down and talk. And uh, it only took eight years, Sam. So it was an overnight success. <laughs> but, you and, know, they uh, say the things that are worth it don't come easy or cheap, right? Amen. That's the truth. So, you know, here we go with American Ride, and, uh, uh, you know, it kind of, well, here's here's a humorous story. Let me tell you this one. So we decided, you know, in December, yes, we're going to do this. Let's, you know, shoot our pilot out in Valley Forge. So we go out to Valley Forge in February, and it's so stinking cold in Pennsylvania that it won't snow. And it's been such a blistering cold winter back there that most of the snow's been blown away. You know, it's just brown. Everything's brown. So we shoot Valley Forge, and we come back, and we put the pieces together. And then, you know, we, we, we send our, our pilot episode on up to Higher Higher. And, you know, if you know who BYU is, then, you know, Higher Higher lives in Salt Lake City. So Higher Higher watches it. Not a dry eye in the place. They love it. We need to put this on our, you know, on our, on our network, man. These stories need to be told. But 
it's Valley Forge. You got to have snow. To which I responded, uh, I'm not in charge of snow, but I have a feeling you guys are close to the people that are. <laughs> and so, and they, you know, we they send us back out for season one. The only time we get to get to that part of Pennsylvania is end of September. It's a beautiful time of year, end of September in Pennsylvania. But when we pulled in, this is like 24th, 25th of, of September. It's 20, it's, uh, what, 76 degrees. Just beautiful, beautiful end of summer there. We pull into Valley Forge, temperature plummets to 28. It snows for the two days that we're filming. And when we leave, the snow just blows away. Made me think, maybe I didn't think of this show. Maybe there's a greater plan going on here. And I'm just happy to be a part of it. And there it is, ladies and gentlemen. And God we trust. It's about miracles. All right? Miracles are serious. Miraclesandgodwetrust.com is where you can um, donate and get involved in helping make the film grow. They certainly need funding. Uh, but in addition to that, you can go to Amazon.com and watch that, baby. It's a great movie with all kinds of experts telling the tale and the stories, their favorite stories of liberty, telling about the principles that made America great and what we need to hold on to, uh, inspiring stories of confidence and hope uh, and, and, and difficulty, but yet the sun shines through it all uh, in a meaningful way. And the whole point is to share with college students and people who have lost their faith around the country, take courage, my brothers and sisters, take hope in God we trust is alive and well even though you think it's tough times it is we live in perilous times but god's in his heavens as stan put it and he's spot yeah, on be grateful for the challenge and that you've been measured worthy to be there quick pause stan ellsworth in seconds as a parent is receiving a faith-based character-focused education for your children difficult to find do you believe that godly principles should be a central component in your child's education? Imagine a school where faith and integrity are at its center, where heritage and responsibility instill character. For over 40 years, American Heritage School has been educating both hearts and minds, bringing out academic excellence. This is the school where character and embracing the providence of a living God are fundamental, where students' national test scores average near the 90th percentile. With American Heritage School's Advanced Distance Education Program, distance is no longer an issue. With an accredited LDS-oriented curriculum from kindergarten through 12th grade, your children can attend from anywhere in the world. American Heritage School will prepare your child for more than a job. It will prepare them for life. To learn more, visit American-Heritage.org. That's American-Heritage.org. As the United States boldly stepped forward in the glorious light provided by its new constitution in 1787, the nations of the earth were in awe of the newfound strength and hope of this free land. Today, the nation stands at a crossroads. A divergence from the original intent put forth in the United States Constitution has brought grave threats to our beloved nation. A miracle is needed if the United States is to survive. That miracle is again the pure application of the United States Constitution. I'm Scott Bradley. 
In my To Preserve the Nation book and lecture series, I bring forth truths that will help raise up a new generation of statesmen like those noble Americans who founded this land. Vigorous application of these principles will invigorate and restore the nation, and we may become again the freest, most prosperous, most respected, and happiest nation on earth. Visit topreservethenation.com to begin that restoration. Yeah, I love the tunes of the late Steely Dan, or not Steely Dan. Wow. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Not Steely Dan at all. You know who this is, Stan? I was trying to figure that out, Sam. Who is that? Oh, man, he passed away. I'll give you a hint. He wrote The Devil Went Down to Georgia. Oh, yeah, it was Charlie Daniels. Charlie Daniels, man, sir. There you have it. Yeah, I'm sitting on a bar stool drinking like a dime pool. (laughs) I love the CDP, man. Anyway, that guy's got a lot of patriotic tunes, and he believed in America. Uh, as well, and that's why we play his tunes because he understood. You never did think that you'd ever get together again, now, did you? There you go. <laughs> he, yeah, he understood in a redneck way, alike Stan and I. Uh, oh, that, I that America matters, folks, and you know what? Even um, a lot of the founding fathers were very uh, hardcore businessmen, struggled for their uh, livelihoods. Many of them been through tough times, been through wars, been through a lot of different things. But you know what? They retained that hope, and they had that feeling, too. And I think when you get that feeling, you know you're on the right track for doing what you're supposed to be doing, involved in the projects and the things that you're supposed to be involved in. And that's why the book, written by Stan Ellsworth, ladies and gentlemen, is called... Renegades and Rebels, baby. Renegades and Rebels. It's available everywhere, folks. Um, Hey, go, man. Go get you some. As you've written the book, as you've participated in American Ride, as you've participated in the movie In God We Trust about miracles, what's your favorite American story? What's your most inspiring American? um, uh, What story is your favorite? You know, I'm going to tell you. um, I've been to a lot of places that are really touching and very moving. And, and it will fill your heart with pride. It will just bust you down and make you feel real humble. There's things that will trouble you and make you weep for what happened there. But the, the best story, the best place I ever visited was the assembly hall, or the assembly room at Independence Hall. Normally they don't let people on the other side of the, I don't know what you call it, but it's a fence. You know, there, there's a, a balustrade there, and they only open it for certain people to go in and clean, you know, and, and they let me come in to, you know, to talk about what happened there. Uh, and, and they let our, our, our director of photography come in with the camera, you know, and they said, you got to wear white gloves, and I'm, I'm, I'm a larger human being. Their little white gloves look silly, trying to fit over three of my fingers, so I, I promise not to touch anything. But they let us be on that side where the miracle of American government happened, where the incredible blessing of the Declaration of Independence occurred. 
And, you know, in a lot of times in my life, I felt the spirit of the Lord. You know, I, I, I felt him call me up out of the audience and say, it's time. You know, you got, you got to say, you got to, you got to testify. And I felt the spirit of the Lord at weddings. I felt the spirit of the Lord at, at the birth of my children. I felt the spirit of the Lord at the passing of my parents. And I'm sorry, Sam, I get very emotional about this. But I have never felt the Spirit of the Lord as alive and present as I did that day in the assembly room at Independence Hall. And I know for a fact that the Lord lives and that the things that happened in that room are his mind and will. I'm not saying that the the good brethren that were there got everything right, but the concepts of liberty and freedom and agency and commitment, those are of God. And the way it's laid out and the way that we're attempting to do it is pleasing to the Lord God Almighty. And the American nation is the work of the hands of providence. And that's what I learned. Ladies and gentlemen, radio sometimes is best when Sam shuts up. There you go. Uh, it, it is sacred, ladies and gentlemen, this cause to which we're engaged, the sacred cause of liberty. And those who engage in it gain an understanding beyond their own understanding. They gain a feeling uh, that lets them understand that they, they don't know it all. They don't know the whole picture, but they know God's in charge and they know he's relevant. He's alive and he is interested in our lives and he is interested in uh, our freedom, our ability to choose him. Uh, and when I study history and when I do this radio program, I get this feeling that, you know what? God is pleased with our efforts. No doubt they're, they're redneck efforts and they're far from perfect. But he loves us nevertheless, and he understands our hearts and our desires and our attempts, and he, he, he makes them greater than they really are. Uh, he makes uh, small things great. And my favorite story of the American Revolution is not a single story. It's, it's, it's built around people in their lives and their circumstances. Two of them are um, Francis Marion, the Swamp Fox. You know, this guy was a, a cripple guy kind of a thing and, you know, not very, um, you know, Big and capable man, he had a mastermind, and man, he had a heart for the mission. And uh, you study this guy, and you go, man, I want to be like him. You read about General John Glover, who led the Marblehead Regiment, and you begin to understand that hey, you hear a lot of patriot stories, but you don't hear much about John and the Marblehead crew. These guys were were seamen, fishermen. They were hardened and tough as all get out, man. When you, you go watch some of these modern-day reality fishing shows about how hardcore that is, and then you take away modern equipment and go, man, these guys were certainly uh, at the behest of God in the sea for sure. Uh, but they got hardened and tough, and they were of firm mind and body. And whenever George Washington would about be annihilated, uh, the British would begin to celebrate, and George would humble down in prayer and get up and say, let's go to work, gentlemen. And men like General John Glover would stand up and say, I don't know uh, everything, General, but I'm telling you right now, I don't care that it's snowing and there's big old blocks of ice that'll crush our little boats and everything else. 
I'm telling you, man, you say the word, we'll get you across that water, buddy. And in the middle of the night, over and over and over, did they retreat to fight another day? Did they escape complete annihilation? And it was at the hands of the Marblehead Regiment that this happened. And then the assault that changed the game uh, was an offensive. But it was led by General John Glover. They got to to the river, and it was dark, and it was cold, and there was massive blocks of ice that would crush a man. And these guys, by moonlight, man, got it done. And they played their part, and you know what? They're one of the some of the unsung heroes of the American Revolution. People like oh, that are my heroes. Biting New England. Say again, sir. That they are the best of those cod biting New Englanders. No question. And, and so those are the stories that kind of inspire me. And then I say, what can I do in my day to be like a man? I'm not a hardcore fisherman. I'm not a. I'm just a nobody. But yet, if I can participate in my own little way, I don't care if I get any credit or not. John never did. He just did his part. In fact, most people don't even know John Glover's name today. But that makes it all the more heroic, Stan. That's the truth. Now, you know, that, that, that's a, it's a very good story. And also telling that the Marblehead Regiment's uh, enlistments had all run out. They didn't have to be there. And they chose to be there during Trenton. They answered the call. And that is what we must do in our day. And that's the point. If we're going to talk about America, we're going to talk about in God we trust, and we're going to talk about miracles, then we also must talk about our efforts and our engagement, not in a, a I'm important way, but in a what can I do way. And it's about, it's about getting on your knees to God and saying, where do I fit in this picture? Hey, I'm not a Harley riding guy like Stan. Hopefully, hey, I can you can be. ride a BMW. It's fine, but I'm sure you bought American made. <laughs> I'm the guy though that says, you know what? Find your place in this fight. Become a rebel and a renegade. Become absolutely engaged in the sacred cause. And I'm telling you, God will whisper to you uh, how and where you should be involved. I'm just a radio Stan, guy. You know, the more and more you do that the less and less room you find in your heart for hatred and vitriol and bitterness and anger. And then you just say, you know, I'd rather invite you guys to come in and work with us. Cause I, I just, with all the good things that are happening with all the stuff that I can change where I can make a difference. I just frankly don't have the time, you know, to, to get in the, in the pissing contest. I, I, I love y'all. I know you're, you're in some ways, you know, we have a different point of view. And I hope that your perspective will change. Because, you know, we are one people. And, and if, we should be of one heart. And if your perspective doesn't change, I still love you and pray for you, nevertheless. Yeah, that's right. That's a hard thing to do sometimes. Well, you know, and, and even then with the comedic way Congress leads... You know, I must follow the voice of the people. I'm their leader. Hey, don't don't ever be afraid to stand out there. That's why I love Dan Crenshaw. You know, and 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 there, there's a patriot. There's a patriot. He's All right, giving much, and he's willing to give more. We have a bright future, ladies and gentlemen, in America if we turn to God Almighty. He promises us biblically: if we repent and turn to Him, He will heal our land and protect us. 
what more could we want from a loving Heavenly Father, huh? Stay in your... Can I leave you with, with, with... Are you out of time? I'm out of time. Give me a teaser for tomorrow's speech. Hey, baby, we're going to talk about the foundations of the Republic. We're going to talk about what is eternal and what is lasting and how America is part of that eternal and lasting concept, and we can all hold on to that through the roughest times and the darkest clouds. I testify the Savior will return, ladies and gentlemen. Will we be the group of people to meet him? I pray so. And that's how I want to live my life. That's what I want to do with my time. That's how I want to promote God, family, and my world. Stan Ellsworth speaking at the Eagle Forum Conference tomorrow. It's an all-day event. Utah Eagle Forum. It is on Facebook. It is sold out, so you can't physically attend. But the speeches will be on Facebook. Stan speaks at around 11 o'clock Mountain Time tomorrow. And he'll be speaking about America. He'll be telling tales of liberty. He'll be uh, educating and informing from a historical point of view. Uh, And best of all, he'll have his... um, Harley Ryden language brought to the table to, to stand for the sacred cause, baby. There you go. Sam, thank you very much for letting me be on the show today. We'll do it I again really soon, sir. It. Thank you for your time. Yes, Godspeed. And we're so grateful God has more work for you to do, sir. Well, thanks. It's always better to be seen and heard than viewed. <laughs> Stan Ellsworth, everybody. Thank you, sir. Thank you, my brother. There he goes. I'm telling you right now, ladies and gentlemen, there's so much good going on in America, and you got to find it. you got to get involved in it. And if you live it and breathe it and hope it and eat it and, man, sleep it and dream it and get up and work it, and that it's America, baby. I'm grateful to live in the freest country on the face of the earth, and I want to do everything within my power to make sure it remains that way. For Stan Ellsworth, Sam Bushman, the Loving Liberty Radio Network, and everybody else, we declare this nation shall endure. LovingLiberty.net. God save the Republic of the United States of America.